Welcome back to Inspired Babes. Let's chat. We are on episode 33 and I had my beautiful friend over today and we recorded the most incredible episode around self-love and confidence. Now, I truly believe that we are lacking that in the world today. A lot of men and women are struggling with that and I think that it's something people are very unconscious of and we kind of throw it around like oh yeah I have self-love for myself oh I'm confident we just kind of like I mentioned we throw it around like it's there but really if we actually dive deep and do the work some may discover that oh my gosh I thought I had self-love but I don't there are a lot of people that do have it but there are also a lot that don't and Steph is a master a master at self-love and confidence and she gives you access to gaining all these tools around that and you know it's interesting with all the work that i personally have done and you know gaining access to having self-love and i feel that for me it's been something that has come to the surface the past two years since my divorce which is kind of crazy to think looking back that oh my God, like I thought I held self-love, but I didn't. And it's again, discovering it, right? And unraveling these layers after layers and knowing that there's always so much to learn about ourselves and really just taking a look, right? So you guys are gonna just be able to take away some incredible juicy, juicy nuggets from this episode. You know, Steph is a single mom and she is on this mission to help everyone find radical self so that they can live fearless, limitless life as the powerhouses that they were created to be. And she's also a founder and CEO of Powerhouse. She's a self-love coach, podcast host, motivational speaker, and an NPC bikini competitor. So you guys take some notes, buckle up, because this is an incredible episode with this babe. Here we go. All right, let's chat health tips. So I'm sure a lot of you have sent your kids to school and there's also a ton that are homeschooling due to all the guidelines that this districts have because of COVID, right? No matter what you have chosen is perfect for you. And also this kids line that I'm going to talk about is perfect either way, right? So whether you're a experienced practitioner or new to essential oils, the doTERRA kids collection is the complete and ready-made whole body essential oil toolbox designed to empower you, right? And they're formulated specifically for developing minds, bodies, and emotions. These essential oil blends, uh, they feature unique combinations, therapeutically balanced to provide powerful benefits while being gently or gentle on the delicate skin. So it comes with seven unique blends, uh, also seven silicone toppers to go on top of the roller ball or the, yeah, the roller ball. And then you can actually, um, hook it to the backpack so they can take them to school. And then it comes with instructional flashcards. So you know exactly what to use and how to use them and a really cute carrying case. 
um, to put the oils in. So be sure to go over to my Instagram, Micah J Bruin and go check that out. And you can just click on the kids oil collection and read more about all the seven essential oils that come in the kit. Yeah. All right. You guys, I have my beautiful friend, Steffi here. I seriously, I'm just honored that you are here today. Thanks. I'm honored to be here. You're amazing. Oh my gosh, girl. I, she is a freaking powerhouse <laughs> mother trucker. That's <laughs> for you. sure. Yes. Yes. She's an amazing mindset coach and she's very, she's very knowledgeable about um, self-love and building that confidence up. And I feel a lot of women struggle with that. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to bring her on, bring you on and have you share all your knowledge. But I also wanted you to share some of your story and how you got to where you're at. Yeah. How you got to being a coach and a motivational speaker. And, you know, I know you lost a lot of weight and you did bodybuilding competitions. You know, you have quite the, you know, all the things, all the things. Yeah. And I'm just so inspired by you. Bless so, you. I'm inspired by you, sister. We girl. see the same in each other. So. Yes. I love it. Yes. yes. So let's, yeah, let's hear a little bit about your story and how you got to where you're at now. Okay. Well, thanks first off for letting me be here today. I'm so excited yes. and I'm just so happy <laughs> to be in your space. So bless you for oh, that. And thanks thank for all of this. Yeah. Um, thanks for just seeing that in me. First off, I really appreciate that. Yeah. As far as just like self-love and self-confidence and all that comes down to what your mindset is. And so that's what Mm -hmm. I really teach people is how to change your mindset and how to upgrade your mindset, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like we all struggle, especially women, as you said, struggle with our own body image or our own self-worth. And like, then when you're a mom, that plays like this whole other game of like, am I a good enough mom? Like, can I, will I ever be a good enough mom? What is a good mom? Like what makes me to be efficient in this? And then I having a career, like as same thing as you, like that's a whole nother balancing act with that too. It's like, okay, am I allowed to do this? Like, we have to give ourselves this permission where you don't have to live in just one identity of yourself, but you can be all of the oh. things and explore all of who you are and what you're about. And I found that from being in a place where I had no idea where I was or who I was or, and I was in a, the lowest self-confidence place in my entire life. And wow. that started my journey. So I think that's where anybody who is working towards something is because they realize there's a lack of it in their life and right. basically you're starving for it. And so you go out to search for it. And I think that has to happen. I think you have to have darkness in order to find light and you have to be in a space where you're not, I don't think anybody's ever broken. I think that you're just in a season of really unlearning things that have maybe made you feel broken so you can feel whole again. Mm-hmm. And it's, that was for me was going through a divorce and finding who I am. Um, making a lot of, I like to say like mistakes, but really there's like learning opportunities in your life. And that's what fueled me to find me and to find self-confidence and ultimately self-worth because I was in a spot where I didn't believe that I was worthy of anything. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Do you feel like there was like a defining moment where you were like, okay, it's time to shift? Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I think it was little moments up to that that Ooh. finally made the pain enough to be like, okay, Stephanie, mm-hmm. like when are you going to finally decide just to make a decision for yourself yeah. that, cause ultimately that's what it comes down to is yeah. like, I have the power of choice. You have the power of choice. Absolutely. Every single person has the power of choice. Absolutely. And it's just getting to a point where you're like, 
enough is enough and let's let's go let's finally do this and that was the space that I was in was like there's all these little moments where I'd always been into like self-help and I'd always really been into how you can grow your mind and how you can be like your best self but I didn't ever really fully take it on in the way that I do today Mm. um like the first time I'd really been into that space of that so to say it was when I started like I I used to do network marketing and I totally love that because I love what it makes you learn how to find yourself because it's all oh. like your self-confidence. You better yeah. have it or else you're just not going to succeed. Nope. It's so true. Right? Yes. And like I, and I started doing that right after I had Ella. So Ella is my oldest child and she's six. Yeah. And that was really when, after I had her was when I was at my lowest. So like at the time you're supposed to be like your happiest and like, I'm a mom now and yay, oh. this is so great. And I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I actually like this. I don't know if I want to be a mom. I'm super struggling with my body right now. I gained a hundred pounds being pregnant because I was like, oh, I can eat whatever. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And my, everybody's like, if you breastfeed, like you'll be great. Well, I, I hated breastfeeding. I hated all of that. Yeah. And I struggled with it. And my, that weight doesn't just come off. Like your baby's born and they're six pounds, like eight ounces. And then the rest of you is still just sitting there. Exactly. So you're like, like what the fuck? I'm sorry. What? Where is the rest of the seventy two pounds yes. gonna go? Like, does this? Does this, did you do you milk this out? Right. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, and so that, and then yeah. like my whole body changed so much. Like, and nobody talks to you about that. Like, nobody's no. like, oh, you're gonna have stretch marks, and you're gonna get a hemorrhoid, and you're gonna have hair on your boob. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm sorry. I don't know if I can swear. Oh, you can not. swear okay. on this. Hey, are you for uh, real? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, hopefully that's okay. Yeah. Um, and so I was just in a space where like I my self-worth was the lowest I had ever been. And it Mm. brought up in me like all these old past pain spots and all these past triggers. And it made me be where like, I'm like, okay, I have to do something about this. And so I had joined the MLM at that point. And they're like, oh, self-help books. Like you got to read all this stuff and like find your self-confidence. And I absolutely love that they like ingrained that in me because that started my journey of like experiencing that. Yeah. And then at the same time, I was also leveling up in the company that I used to work at. And so from like growing my mind, that helped me grow who I was and like find self-worth and some self-confidence there. And that helped me lead. And so at that point I got promoted and I was the vice president of the company. And um, then I had to lead people. And so I didn't, I wasn't ready to lead people. I didn't have like the capacity necessarily to lead people. So I kind of took on this mindset of like fake it until you make it. And that became like not necessarily the best thing, but it made me show up that way. Yeah. And the problem I say it's not the best thing is it. Yeah. I was really good at putting on a facade of the super confident, like super powerful, like everything's fine. Yeah. Everything is fine. <laughs> and inside I was like, so not fine. Yeah. And I felt like I had to perform almost. And so I was always performing. I was never actually like my real self. I was never, mm. I never knew who I actually was because I had been performing for so long. Yeah. And that became like my breaking point of like having my daughter. And I was like, I don't ever want her to feel the way that I feel. I don't ever want her to be like, am I enough? Like, is this performance going to be the act that finally you guys like crown me and you say that I'm enough right now. And in reality, it was me just giving myself that my own crown, my own worth. And that became a journey for me through finding myself and like learning to love myself. And that started me in in a weight loss journey. It started my whole, and I I say that because I don't think that you gain confidence by losing weight. What happened is I gained confidence by keeping a commitment to myself. And that's what it was. Uh Yep. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Thanks. Oh yeah. Holy crap. And you know, it's so interesting too, because I think a lot of where the depression comes or the anxiety or the self-worth, you know, 
lack of yeah. comes from society and what they tell us we should feel, what we should do. It, it's There's a lot of talk the way we're raised. And so when something happens and it's different from what they say, we are, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This isn't normal. Like with what right. you're saying, you know what I mean? And right. It's, it's like once you can actually form your own opinion and that self-love within, yeah. that makes a big, big difference. Yes. And I think that a lot of people struggle with like gaining that that ac- access to that within themselves. Oh, for right? sure. Well, because when you're performing to make sure that the world values you mm-hmm. and like, oh, then this is what I should be like. This is what I should do. And we learn that at a super young age. Like yeah. from the time we're six to nine years old is really when we're making that framework for oh, ourselves. Yeah. And I'm seeing that already in my daughter right now where it's like, oh, certain like, oh, my friends are going to think this outfit is cute. I'm like, yeah. okay, it doesn't matter what your friends think. Like you just, and then so like, and you're hyper aware to it because then you're yeah. now awakened to that, you know, but it's like yeah. we learn to go along with the flow so we can be accepted and we, that we crave acceptance. We crave to be seen. We crave to be wanted. We crave to be valued. But we're, who are you seeking that from? And if you don't already have that from within you, you're just showing up to the world starving and whoever's going to feed you, you're going to be like, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. And it. I was doing that and I was living mm-hmm. in that space where I had no idea who I really was. Yeah. And it came down to a point where like at work, right? And people would be like, oh, we had, we'd always have all these new hires come in. And I tell the story often because it helps you paint the picture of where I was yes. so out of who I was, mm-hmm. is that we would have all these new hires come in and we'd go home, come and introduce ourselves. I'm like, hi, you know, I'm Stephanie. I'll be your VP. And then we'd make them all say like something about themselves, their favorite hobby. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we'd be our turn. And I would always get this anxiety because I'm like, shit, what am I going to say? I have no idea who I really am. I don't know what I really like to do. I don't know what, what brings me joy, what brings me happiness, mm-hmm. like what's something new that I've tried. And that was where I was like, I'm so sick of saying that, like the same thing, like, oh, I'm a mom. And so that's really all I do. And then I work and um, I guess I like to shop. Like that literally sounds like the most boring person of all time. Like, <laughs> who, like no, you know, and, so true. but there's all like, yeah. I was just so, I, I didn't know who I was mm-hmm. and that like, cause you shift when you become a mom, this new identity. And then like as a wife and as like all these different things that were at play. And I was like, okay, well, who am I? And because I had lived up to what the world wanted me to be and I had mm-hmm. done well at that, but I I wasn't happy with me because I wasn't actually authentic to me. My Mm -hmm. own intuition muscle was so weak. I couldn't even hear it. Like I couldn't even say, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. This is what I like to do. I was so worried if I was going to be able to please others and like what Mm -hmm. they were going to think of me and if they're going to be accepting of me. But on the outside, you wouldn't necessarily know that because I was so good at faking like, oh, I'm, this is what I like to do and whatever. Right. And that brought me almost to like my knees of like, who am I? And like, what do I really believe in? What do I really want to do with my life? Where do I want to be with my life? Like, am I truly happy? What is happy? I don't know. What does that look like for me? What would that bring to me? And so then I started getting super curious within me. And then that found, I was able to find self-confidence through that. And not, and what I mean by self-confidence is that I live my life exactly as I want, no Mm. matter what, not what my mom wants, what my dad wants, what my family wants, what the news tells me I should do, what anybody else does. And that doesn't mean that I'm disrespectful to anybody else. I honor you for what you believe in and what you're, what you believe in. But I'm so firmly grounded in my truth that that brings me absolute self-confidence in me because Mm -hmm. I know who I am, what I believe in, what I'm about. And I also am aware that that truth can change for me too. Like I can unlearn something later and relearn something. And I'm grounded in the fact that like there's opportunity with that. And like, I just get to keep molding and becoming me, you know? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Girlfriend. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just like taking this all in. It's incredible. Yeah. 
Do you, what, and what made you get into coaching? Like, what was that spark? Yeah. Um, so part of what the world wants you to do is work a nine to five is what I believe. Like, and they, they want you to see success is, you know, the white picket fence with your family and you have like, you go on these beautiful family vacations and you should just be happy with that. And I was in that and me and my ex-husband had all those things we, and, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I wasn't living like my life by my design. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the company that I used to work for. And they're an amazing company. Yeah. And because of them, I was able to be mentored by some of the most amazing leaders here in Utah. Yeah. Um, but I was leading people how they wanted me to lead people. I was teaching people how they wanted me to teach people. And I had, it didn't align with me anymore because I had actually found who I am Mm. and what my own spirituality was, what my own beliefs were, how I believe you should treat people, how people deserve to be treated, what integrity meant to me. Um, Because I was in a space in my marriage where I didn't have integrity and I made a lot of mistakes outside of integrity. Mm -hmm. And so a rule that I decided to live by was like, I will do everything with integrity. And if it's not 100%, like I'm all in, then it's a no for me. And there was things that started changing at the company that I worked for that I was like, oh, this doesn't align with me. And no matter how much money you pay me, like I, my integrity can't be bought. My, my belief system can't be bought. And so I'd rather be aligned with me no matter what. And that kind of started the spark in me. And so then, and I love just teaching people. I love, I love learning and I love teaching. And that's like where I thrive at. And I love to mentor people and I love to help them see like what, what's possible for them, which Mm -hmm. is funny because I led people for so long when I was in the darkest space of my life. And it was, Mm -hmm. I could help people see them, but I couldn't see myself. And when I learned to actually see myself, I found myself worth. I found myself love. And I was like, holy shit. Like I actually love myself. I'm no longer like faking this. Like this is, this is real for me. And I got myself out of this deep hole of just feeling so inadequate, comparing myself constantly, not sure who I was living with self-doubt constantly. And it was just such a dark space. And, um, I was like, I found, found this light in me and it's my duty to go and share that. Like, this is what I was created for. And I feel like once you experience that and you like change this shift in you, I get emotional just thinking about it and talking about it, (laughs) but it's just like, like that's, how could I not go share that? Why would I not want to go teach people that you can make this little switch of what you believe about you and you can change your entire life and you can change what's true for you. You can change how you see you. You can change every little thing about you and you can believe in yourself and you can keep promises Mm -hmm. to yourself and you can stand in your ground and you can know who the fuck you are and you can believe in who you are. And uh, that became just this urge in me that I was like, this is what I have to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. This yeah. is my purpose. And um, so after that, I quit my job and I started coaching. And that's cool. how I started doing that. I was just, Dang, that. Yeah. I just decided. Yeah. <laughs> you just made, and that's what it takes is making a decision. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Wow. We're always a decision away. Like mm. whether that's good or bad. I and mean, we hear that so often from anybody mm. who's a life coach or a self-help coach or in all these self-help books. But, mm-hmm. and I think it's hard for people to digest. Like, yeah. oh, there's no way that it's just one decision, but it is. Cause it's like, 
If you choose today, today yep. I'm choosing to be happy. Today I'm choosing to keep promises to myself. Today I'm choosing to show up as the best that I possibly can. Mm -hmm. That is only going to help you in everything that you're doing. Because every now, throughout the rest of the day, that became an intention for you. And mm -hmm. how you choose to act the rest of the day is going to be that for you. You're yep. like, oh, wait, is this the best choice for me? Is this the best thing that I want to do? Is this honoring me? Is this mm -hmm. making me have integrity in me? Is this making mm -hmm. me believe in me? And if it's not, you start to become aware yeah. of all your other decisions that you've made mm -hmm. and how that actually counteracts. Because one decision is a domino effect for something else, whether that be good or bad. Yep. And so when we start to make these decisions aware of that and we're intentional with what we're choosing mm -hmm. and then we're aware of like it it changes everything for you and you start yeah. to see like I have power of choice every single day and mm -hmm. all that I do mm -hmm. and how do I want to choose to live that life like what do I want to have happen for yeah. me you know oh exactly well and I think it's I don't know if it's like a like for me I have to constantly check in and ask myself questions like all day throughout the day. Totally. Is this aligned with what Micah wants right now? Yep. Does this align? You have to do those the and, and the choices, right? Yeah. You have to do that nonstop all day. You have to be conscious. It's conscious living. Yes. And that's where the power is. People live as zombies. Yep. And they kind of wonder why they're not happy, why there's no self-love. But it's yep. like, okay, you've got to start asking yourself questions. Yes. You know, and that's, I think, where the power is with finding that. Oh, Another absolutely. component to it. You know what I mean? For so. Sure. I think that that's a lot of power, that there's a lot of power in that. Well, yeah. And it's know? just getting curious about you. Like, what do you actually know is true for you? What do you yeah. believe in? What is the foundation of who you are? Mm -hmm. Do you have principles that, that you choose to live by? Do you mm -hmm. understand what your belief system is for that? Yeah. Like, or, and it's, so when we're able to do that, then you're able to get off autopilot and create your own pilot. And like, yeah, yeah. we are our own masters of our own ship or you're, you're the conductor of your train, however you want to see that. Yeah. But it's until you decide like, oh, I don't have to be on cruise control. I get to actually decide where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And like that, literally, you can choose wherever you want to go yeah. and whatever you want to do, but it has to become aware. You have to be intentional. You have yeah. to be conscious of what decisions yes. that you're making. And so often we're just making decisions based off of autopilotness. And it's yes. that autopilot is just ingrained into us. And we're not, we're not even aware oh. of, of how we make oh. a choice or how we make a decision. No. And that's what I really do as a mindset coach is I'm helping people tap into their mind and work backwards and be like, well, why do you think that way? What is, is that true for you? Why do you make those kind of yeah. decisions? What, what helps you choose if that's a yes or no for you? Mm -hmm. And often they're like, I, I don't know. I just, I just yeah. do it. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't yeah. know. is not an answer for me. That does not work for me. So what yeah. let's dig into that. Cause I don't know is a cop out and yeah. I don't know is a way of you to not speak your truth. And whenever I speak, and this happens for a lot of women is they'll start to, they'll be in tune with their intuition and they'll start to talk and they'll be like, oh, I don't know. And they'll, they'll lean back. Totally. Right. I can relate to that back yeah. in my past for sure. Totally. Yeah. And instead it's what's happening for that is that inner voice that says like, no, don't do that. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get abandoned. You're not going to please yep. people. There's, it's yep. going to be an uncomfortable situation that shows up. And so you're like, oh, I don't know. Instead of still speaking your truth and allowing that to come up yes. for you and allowing you to say that to be true for you, because just, just freedom of flow, just actually speaking out yeah. just helps you to actually know what you're even about. Mm -hmm. And that's so much power in that. Cause then that helps you decide, well, how do I make choices? What do I think of myself? What do mm -hmm. I think of this environment of this situation? How does my energy feel? Do I feel alive? Do I feel drained? Do I feel powerful? Do I feel mm -hmm. like all my power is being taken away from me? Mm -hmm. What, what makes me feel powerful? What is yeah. power? And so it's, it's literally being able to be descriptive in all yeah. that you do. So then you're aware to what's going on for you yeah. and then you can make the choices for you. And then 
even as an aware person, you can still make bad choices. That doesn't mean I make good choices all the time. Yeah. And then after I'm like, shit, like what? I, what the fuck? Stop, yeah. Stephanie, get back. Okay, okay, reel it in. And that's normal. It is, And yeah. so then it's being like, okay, well, let's let's visit that. Why did I choose that? Like what's going on there? How come I, how come I let myself go back to that autopilot? What, what did I not do today? And I think in order for me to be grounded in that every day is really my morning routine. That helps me to stick mm. to what I want to do. And that helps yeah. me check my mindset at the door that helps me check my heart that helps me check like what I'm trying to do. So that way every day I can make those choices yeah. that help me be the best. Me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what is your morning routine? What do you typically yeah. do? Um, I love to meditate. So I believe in meditation. I yes. just, it like, it helps me clear my mind. I'm a all over the place person. My brain is Same like, here. like all the things. Right. And for me, there's power in like closing out files that don't matter. So like that is just like, I don't want to have to waste my brain power on decisions that I don't have to waste on. So what I mean by that is like food, for an example, like I'll eat the same thing every day because I don't want to have to think about what I have to eat. That That's a waste of energy to me. I don't Ooh. want to have to give that power. I don't want to have to give that thought. Like my brain is so much more important than deciding what I'm going to eat today. Yeah. And so I have a meal plan. I follow that exactly that. Like even to like clothes. Like I get, I'm like, this is what I'm going to wear this week. This is, and it just oh. like, I don't want to have to keep a file open for that because that's ruining my creativity. That's ruining mm. how I'm thinking. That's ruining how I make decisions. I want to be able to be, I want all my brain power for the best things that I'm doing. Yeah. So it's checking into that meditation helps me close files that are still open. Like if I have a file that is just there and it's bogging me down, like, mm -hmm. okay, that when I'm meditating, that comes up for me and I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm still triggered by this or here's a situation that's going mm -hmm. on or why am I avoiding this? Okay, let's check into that, Stephanie, so we can close out that file so yeah. you can be productive. And like, and that helps me with that. And productivity is going to be different for every person. So cool. Yeah. So it's meditation um, and gratitude. Like I always write down what I'm grateful for in this moment mm -hmm. and then what I want to be grateful for. And mm -hmm. that, that's a way of like how I manifest and how I create is like I will really hone into what I want to have in my life and then what I'm going to feel when I have that and how grateful I'm going to be for that, mm -hmm. what the experience is that that's going to bring to me and how that's going to serve others. And so mm -hmm. when I can check into that, I'm more aligned to me and I'm grateful for all that's happening for me now. And then I'm all grateful for what's going to happen for me in the future. Mm -hmm. And that helps me celebrate that win. Cause I used to not be able to celebrate myself or celebrate a win. Like I would, I would hit these huge milestones in my life mm -hmm. and I'd be like, okay, Next thing, like I would never just sit in that moment and be like, wow, like this is so awesome, Stephanie. Like you just made this much money or you just found this in you. You got this new awareness in you. You just healed from this moment of your life. Yeah. And I would never allow that. And now when I'm really present in that, I'm like, my God, like I have so many things to be thankful yeah. for. And I'm so, I can celebrate all these things. And like, it's yeah. just so awesome. So definitely that. And then I, affirmations are so powerful for me. Mm -hmm. I believe in that. And that helps me like reset my mind. Yeah. And those change for me often. Like whatever, whatever I'm processing or going through is what I end up affirming for myself. And like, yeah. um, one thing I'm really tapping into every single day and yeah. like really being aware of is like my mindset of abundance. Like how often do I really think in scarcity or abundance? And like, mm -hmm. am I really always aware of that? Like, just in little things that I do. Like for an example, today I went to the gym and I was 10 minutes late to meet my friend. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I suck. And I was like, oh my God, I can't, I, that is, that is scarcity thinking just in that, just yeah. in that one little moment. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. What I meant to say is thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for knowing that I'm important enough that you can wait 10 minutes for yeah. me. She's like, you're welcome. I'm like, yeah. bless you. <laughs> and it's just like, we don't recognize all these little things yeah. that we do or say that make our brains believe to be something true mm -hmm. for us. And so 
that's really important for me. And then just reading and journaling and that can kind of ebb and flow. Yeah. 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 No. And I think it's so great that the listeners are hearing all these steps that you, that you're doing to be who you are now, because I think people, they're like, they always wonder, how did she get up here? Like, how? what are all the steps? But it's, it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing thing. It's not just something that, you know, it's a simple, it is simple, right? We make, we can make it easy. Sure. But there's a lot of, a lot of conscious living, conscious thinking, planning, like it, there's a lot that goes oh, into for it. for sure. Well, and it's practicing it. I think that's Every what day. I think people are like, oh, so at what point do I just, what, at yeah. what point do I hit self-love? I'm like, uh, sister, like you can hit self-love today yeah. and self-love can ebb and flow for you. Do you even know what self-love is? Like, have mm-hmm. you even decided what that metric is that you're, what you're deciding is you can give yourself that, that permission slip. Yeah. And that's what we're focusing on. And then it's practicing it. Like mm-hmm. I teach it and I coach it. That doesn't mean that every day I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I love my body. And I'm like yeah. the dopest person of <laughs> all time. And like, yeah. oh, like I yes. can do all the things. I'm going to make a hundred million dollars today. Like, yeah. no, it does. That's not how it works. But it's like, I, I step into that. And what I mean by that is, I anchor myself. So I, mm. I use a lot of like EDMR therapy and like, I, I believe in like cognitive therapy and like immersion therapy. And so mm. I use a lot of that in my coaching practices and oh, okay. that's all about your mindset. Right. Yeah. And cognitive therapy is all about the way that you think or the way that you choose to perceive something. And that's how you can change what your state is and what you believe to be true for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then EDMR therapy is the same. Like you're triggering certain thoughts and you're changing the thoughts by actions and movements and recognizing like how it's like shocking your body, but shocking yeah. your body through the power of thought and through movement. And so I will literally, if I have a bad thought that makes me want to act as if my old self. So what I mean by my old self is someone who compares themselves, someone who would self isolate if I'm feeling rejected or I feel afraid or I feel fearful or someone who would make up stories about like why I can't achieve or do something or, Oh, that person is just lucky. Like, no, that's a lie. No one no. is lucky. No, that's, there's no such thing as that. It's no. the fact that you practice a certain habit enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those are old habits for me that can still come back for me. Mm-hmm. And so though that me practicing what my new habits are or how I can step away from that and how I can become my best me. Yeah. And so it's just that practice of that. And I like to say that I'm stepping into that. So for me, I use this in my coaching. And that's what I teach people is when I get out of bed, I'm stepping into my best self. So like you literally have to step right to get yes. in bed. Yes. So when I put my foot down, I'm like, I'm stepping into me today. And what's the best me going to look like today? Mm. How's that going to show up for me? Yeah. And then anytime maybe a bad thought or a triggering moment can come up for me or something can bother me, mm. I'll snap my fingers to say like, Stephanie, snap out of that. Like that's mm. not the space that you live in anymore. You're not yeah. going to make a home here. That's not how you think. That's not how you process. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. So yeah. snap. And that snapping literally triggers, it shocks me enough to be like, wait, why did I choose to think that? And what's the thought that I want to think? And then that's where I can uh, place an affirmation or a change of thought or literally I'll, I'll do a dance party and like wiggle that thought out, move that thought away yes. from me. And that's, that's practicing self-love. And that's like when you're saying like, how can I achieve this? Or how do I get from one place to another? It's literally just recognizing what habits do you have right now that have created the life that you have? Mm-hmm. And do those habits actually serve you? Right. If they don't, how do you upgrade your habit? And what I mean by that is you're just exchanging a habit for a habit. It's like when people try to quit smoking, they're, they're, they're used to this hand to mouth movement. That's what, that's actually what the addiction is, is your hand to mouth movement. And Mm -hmm. then once you have that, you feel like less anxiety, you feel release. So the experience you're after is to not feel anxious, to not feel nervous and to have a a breath of moment. Mm -hmm. So what you can do for that same thing is you could just start chewing gum and you have that hand to mouth movement, or you could chew on a pen or you could chew candy. Like that's why often people start to eat sunflower seeds or candy when they're kind of trying to quit smoking. Right. Yeah. And it's that same release. Our brains have that same trigger of the same motion. So 
you're never, you never actually let go of a habit. You just change a habit for a habit. Mm. So if you can start to recognize what habits do I have in my life that make me start to think this way? What, what environment, what environmental habit do I have that make me, that makes me show up in this light or what kind Mm. of people am I consistently around? What's that habit there that makes me not be my best me? Okay, now I'm aware of these these 10 habits that I form every single day that are yeah. just like autopilot, right? Now I'm conscious. Now I'm aware Ooh. of this. Now what habit do I want? Oh, this habit doesn't work for me. And so this is what I have to do. And then you're able to also understand like what yeah. triggers you for that habit to show up for you. Mm-hmm. And we all have certain triggers of that. And oh, then you yeah. can decide to change your environment throughout that whole process. And then that's the practice of Oh, yeah. Of it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting you say that as far as triggers, right? We're always going to get triggered and we're all going to have new experiences, new moments, a new relationship, or even there's intimacy, there's kids, there's, and so this is where it's so good to like form that, to have that. So you're able to walk through it more because we're going to constantly be unraveling shit constantly. Oh yeah. So it's so important to get to this space. So then when we have a new insight around something and we're having a fucking breakdown, we're able to walk through it a lot quicker. Like for me, I feel like it would take me months and months to get out of shit. Yeah. I would hold on to shit so quick or I believe a thought about myself just forever. And now it's like in that moment I can quickly shift or I'll call a friend or my coach or something, somebody who's in the same mindset as me so I can break through fast because I don't have space to fucking be holding on to that shit. Nobody does. No. I love nobody. That. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's just that. And I think that's how, that's also how you can recognize where your growth is at, where, mm-hmm. you know what, 10 months ago, it would take me six months to process this thought or to be aware of it or to really change this habit. Yeah. Now I can process live time or, you know what, now I can get rid of a habit in two days yeah. or three days, or I'm aware of it. Or, Hey, you know what? In the past I would have self-sabotage for three weeks and mm-hmm. now it was two days or, you know, whatever it may look like. And this also happens a ton with people who are emotional eaters and that's mm-hmm. that in itself is a drug. And so that's what I help a lot of people with too, is to recognize the triggers that you have towards food and what you're actually trying to escape from and numb yourself from. Um, and that also goes down to like shopping and, you know, if you're trying to date and like get validation through dating. And I went through that same phase, like after I got divorced of like, yeah, okay, let me get on Bumble. I'm like, however many people like me, like, oh my God, it makes me feel so great. And it's like, what is this shit? Like, why am I putting my worth in something else again? And I had done the same cycle of abuse and I call that self-abuse because where you're like, you're, you're giving your power to someone else. So I gave my power to shopping before where Mm -hmm. I got myself into tons of credit card debt because I was looking for self-worth in buying new shoes. And I say new shoes because like, this is a time when I struggled with my weight. And so I was over 200 pounds um, and I wanted to feel confident in myself, but I didn't feel, actually feel confident in my body. And so I was trying to buy my confidence by buying really nice shoes. I would go to Nordstrom and go spend $500 on a pair of shoes, like oh, no wow. big deal, whatever. And I, and then that became to me like this identity of self-worth, like, oh, it's great that I can just go drop $500. It's great that these shoes make me feel powerful. Mm. And that, that feeling would be great for 10 minutes. And then it would, and I would die. And yeah. then I'd get in the car and I'd literally yep. have buyer's guilt. I'd feel remorseful. Yes. I'd feel shameful. And then it would turn to another trigger for me, which would turn into, I'd want to go eat to, to take away that feeling that I was just experiencing. And so this is like a whole momentum. Oh, and it, so it's recognizing that. So what I was able to, how I was able to break those habits was start to recognize like what's happening for me. Oh, I'm feeling rejected. I'm feeling like I'm not confident in myself. I'm mad at myself that I don't believe in myself right now. And so I'm trying to go buy my worth by buying a fucking pair of shoes. And now I'm mad and I'm guilty for this because I know that deep down I should just be able to love myself. And I'm mad that I'm putting 
putting this power into this shoes or this outfit or saying like, this is going to make me finally feel like I'm enough and I don't want to be like this. And so now I can't also handle this guilt and this shame that's coming up for me. So I'm going to go distract myself some more and I'm going to go eat because that's going to make me feel better for five more minutes. Okay. Now I'm also mad at myself that I just allowed myself to go eat a whole line of Oreos and now I'm so upset with myself and I'm going to talk mean to myself. Now I'm going to go make myself weigh myself so I can pick apart myself and be even meaner to myself. So it's like the self-abuse cycle. So I was able to start to recognize like, oh my God, all these habits are just continuous. And so all I have to do is work backwards. Like what's the end goal that I want? Well, I don't want to feel like shit every day. I want to be happy with myself. I want to, I want to be able to be I want to experience my own self-worth, my own self-confidence, not by drugs, not by food, not by clothes. Like I want to feel so seen and so valued naked in my birthday suit as me, authentic as shit. And like, and I'm not saying like in my body, I just want to, I want my soul. I want to be so aligned with who I am that nothing can stop me or break me. And that's where self-confidence comes from. And so when I was able to be in that space to recognize, well, what habits make me feel confident in me? When I keep a promise to myself, a promise, oh, I'm not going to go shopping. I'm not going to go overeat. I'm not going to do this. I feel so proud of me. That's a, that's an automatic deposit into me that Mm -hmm. has an instant reward where I'm like, holy shit, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. I trust myself. Right. And self-love just comes down to trust. Just like in the foundation of any other relationship, it's trust and respect. And if you don't trust yourself, you're not going to respect yourself. And so trust and respect comes from keeping promises to you and believing in you through keeping the promises that you make to you. And the more and more you do that, you literally shed every layer of you that someone else told you to be because Mm -hmm. you start to recognize how to keep promises to you and who you really are and what a promise actually means to you Mm -hmm. and how to have integrity with you. And then you're aligned. Your uh, alignment is what we're all seeking. And when you're aligned, like you, Mm -hmm. everything flows for you. And so that becomes like the habit to recognize Mm -hmm. that. No, it makes sense. Oh, totally. It all I just went all over the place. No, this is what these are about. I love it. No, I'm with you, girl. But no, I think that's where it all needs to start with within ourselves to, to get into any relationships whether that's a friendship, uh, intimate relationship, a marriage, whatever the yeah. relationship is, you've got to work on yourself. You've got to have totally. that self-love because this is where things just freaking shit will just hit the fan with all sorts of things. Oh, absolutely. You'll just self, self, you will self-sabotage. Yeah. And I think that's, that's often what I teach too is like with self-love, half of it, like I like to make like a heart shape, right? Yeah. And the first part of your heart is knowing who you are and knowing your yeah. worth in you and accepting that. The other part is, can you receive love without sabotaging it? Can you Mm. receive your worth without saying, oh, I'm not enough? Mm. And that was in a space that I was in. And I ended up even having an affair in my marriage because of that. Because I I did not believe in myself so much. I didn't feel worthy to receive love. And so what that looked Mm. like for me is that I wanted to sabotage a relationship and try to make myself be as ugly as possible to to be able to push Mm. it away rather than just speak my truth and be like, I'm actually not happy in this. And this is what's happening for me. And these are the needs that I need met and they're not being met. And so instead I'm going to go just sabotage it. Like Mm -hmm. all that is so fucked up in that. Oh yeah. And so it's recognizing like you are hurting people consistently Mm -hmm. every single day. If you actually don't love yourself because you don't believe in your own worth and you have put conditions around what love looks like for you and how Mm -hmm. you can accept it and receive it. Mm -hmm. And so, and love isn't conditioned. Mm -hmm. It's unconditional. 
And whether you believe in God or not, like God loves us for exactly who we are and you and God, your higher power, whatever you want it to be. Like we were created here to be connected to Mm -hmm. ourselves and created to connect with love and like Mm -hmm. just unconditionally have grace within ourselves. And that that comes from a place when you're able to receive love and love exactly who you are. And until you do, you will just keep fucking up everything around you, whether you're aware of it or not, you will be self-sabotaging things that are great for you because you don't believe you deserve it. And you may not even feel like I would never do that. I would never, I would never intentionally do that but you fucking are. And that's why if you can understand like what decisions am I making? Your life is your life based on your decisions, your thoughts, and your beliefs. And anything that's not working for you is because that you're sabotaging that out of a place of not believing you're worth it or not believing you deserve it. And so when you can step away from that and break down those limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. it, that changes how you show up in everything that you do too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So let's touch on, so you talked about your morning routine. Yes. Do you have a nightly routine? Um, no, I really don't. don't Um, Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that do have like a awesome night routine and that's just, I don't watch TV like to fall asleep or anything like that. I don't really watch TV at all. Um, except with my kids, but I would say for me, I I definitely like ask myself what I'm thankful for. I have like a check-in policy. Mm -hmm. Like, did I teach someone something today? Did I learn something today? And I enrich someone today. Yeah. And like, that's kind of like my way of being able to feel like I deserve the next day. Like whether that sounds great or not, it's just, um, that, that policy has worked for me to make sure I show up like the best way that I can, but Mm -hmm. I would love to create some sort of a night routine at some point. I just haven't. Yeah. I think what you have is perfect though. I mean, you know, and well, it's interesting. So when I started working with a coach, um, the beginning of the year, she had me do so every night before bed, um, she has me write down my insights, Mm. my breakthroughs, my miracles and my accomplishments. I love that. And that way you're rewiring the brain. So when you're sleeping, that subconscious is running Yes. because I think we're, we're taught so many times that we didn't do enough throughout the day. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so by acknowledging yourself and really paying attention, even being conscious and aware throughout the day, oh my God, look what I just did today. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a miracle today. Oh, wow. And like really being conscious and aware and then jotting it down before bed. Yeah. There's a lot of power in that. Oh, totally. And so it, it really has shifted my whole way of thinking and being. And I'm like, holy fuck. It's pretty powerful. I love that. Yeah. But I love that you're yeah. writing it down too. Like if, what, I think whatever we write, we invite. And so yeah. it helps with that. Or you can also write to heal. Like you can really release and let go of it. I love that. Um, I'll try it out. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And even too, like when she had told me that she's like, yeah, write down your insights, breakthroughs, miracles, and accomplishments. I'm like, what does that even mean? What does a miracle even mean? What are you talking about? Yeah. And so she's like, and so she sent me like a, the definition of it and it's obvious, right? But like reading it and then applying it into my life, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a miracle. Oh wow. That was a breakthrough. Oh wow. It's, it was just, it's really powerful. What was your miracle yesterday? Ooh, miracle yesterday. Yeah. Um, hmm. Miracle of like being with my kids. Yeah. And having them. Like that was a miracle just being with them. And they were with my dad for some of the day. We went and did birthday school or school shopping. Cute. So like I think it's kind of a lot of accomplishments yeah. in a way. That was more of an accomplishment just getting that. And I think a miracle to just be with my kids. I love that be with them, spend time with them. And even my daughter, I got my phone out at one point and she's like, mom, you're getting your phone out. This is not, this is a mommy daughter date. And I'm all got it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like, thank you for, for saying that to me. Aww. So just little things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I they're, love that. it's powerful. yeah, 
Yeah. God, I was like, what did I even do yesterday? Like, what happened? I don't know. We're, not, we're in a different we are zone in, right now. We are. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, girl. So, okay, so is there anything else that you want to share? Like, you've given so much incredible knowledge. Oh, bless you. Yeah, girl. Wow. Um, I think just the practice of self-love is just a practice and it's Mm -hmm. getting to know who you really are and affirming that and Mm -hmm. believing in that, that there's, there's really the limiting beliefs that you believe to be true about you are just like these weeds and you just have to be able to pull them out and recognize Mm -hmm. like you planted them and you can also remove them as hard as that is to admit you planted them, but you can Mm -hmm. unlearn that. You can unlearn the behavior that planted that and you can literally pull it out and that doesn't mean you have to pull it out by yourself either. Like reach out, get help, lean yeah. into people. And as women, we often think if we ask for help, that makes us weak. But in reality, that makes you like the strongest person that you possibly can be. And, Ooh, yeah. you know, there's also this identity around like being strong as a woman that mm-hmm. like um, you have to have it all together. And like you, if you don't like that, you have to just be that. And you don't. You can yeah. be all of the things and you can struggle and you can be a a perfect hot mess. Like you can do all of that. And it's just allowing yourself to have grace through that Mm -hmm. and really getting to know, like, what are your greatest qualities? What are the things that you're naturally gifted for? Because we are all gifted and we all have these amazing traits. And so it's just allowing yourself to celebrate that and then embellish that, like completely be so into that. And For an example, like I've, I've always been like a really naturally optimistic person and people used to make fun of me for that. Like, like everything's just not going to be work out. Like, yeah. and so then I, I hid that talent of with myself Ooh. and I put that away. I shoved that down yeah. and I love like, I love nourishing people. I love like helping them see that in themselves yeah. and people used to take that away from me too. And so I allowed that to be there rather than recognizing like, that's actually what I'm naturally gifted at. Why mm. would I not just focus on that? And I used to try to change it and try to be like someone else rather mm-hmm. than who I am. And so yeah. part of it is like, ask yourself, like, what do you see in yourself? What are your favorite qualities about you? What do people often recognize in you? What do people often say about you? Yeah. And hone into that, embellish yeah. that, bring that, embody that, and like live into that who you are and then affirm that about you rather than affirm your doubts about you and affirm like the self-worth that you have in you and then practice that by keeping promises that you make to you yeah. and just give yourself little promises every single day. Like, and that's really what it comes down to is being able to practice self-discipline through self-trust. And like mm-hmm. the more disciplined we are in our lives, the more that we believe in ourselves. And like, yeah. that's when you can, uh, you can literally change anything for yourself yeah. and do anything. And um, I would mm-hmm. say get to know you and like what you believe in and just you're powerful. And, you know, anybody who is listening and you're in a space where you don't feel like you're enough or you don't feel like mm-hmm. what you do matters or that you're not being seen oh, yeah. or you're not valued or, you know, that you're just like, when, when will it be enough? Like, I just want you to know, like, you're so, so enough and you're so powerful and you're so perfect and everything that you're doing matters. And even if you're not getting recognized for it, I see you and I want you to know that. And I just want you yeah. to just feel that and like, just touch your heart and hold on to that and just just love on yourself for a minute and allow yourself and just see that and just know that you're so enough and you've always been enough and you're always going to be enough and everything that you're doing matters and you're perfect just as you are. Mm. Just hold that. And that's it. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Girl, I love you so much. I love you. Like, 
really, I am, again, I'm so honored that you were here today and you. you took the time out of your schedule to be here. And yes, thank you. I just, I know this is going to speak to a lot of women out there. Awesome. Yeah. That's all we're here for. Exactly. Thank you for being you and thanks for creating thank this space for us to have this moment. Absolutely. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Seriously. And yes. where can they find you? Like if people, are you still taking people on um, as yeah, coaching clients? Yeah, I do clients? group coaching. Um, all the, I have a group coaching program that is every single month is four weeks long. And it's all about self-love. So I teach you about how to change your mindset, how to have self-discipline, how to keep the promises that you make to yourself, how to create boundaries, and how to really step into you. Um, And it's a four-week course. It's awesome. So you guys can go on my Instagram. It's like really the best way to reach out to me. Or my website is coachingwithsteph.com. And you can take my self-love quiz and you get a free coaching call if you do that. So Oh, awesome. Okay. And your Instagram. Tell them your handle. Uh, My Instagram is stephiliff, S-T-E-F-I-L-I-F-F. Cool. And I'll put it in the description too. Awesome. So then if people you. yeah, need that. Yeah. Girlfriend, it's been a treat having you. Bless you. Oh, bless you. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love, I love you. you. And thank you guys for joining. If you guys wouldn't mind going over to Apple Podcast and write a re- written review. Give me a five-star rating and subscribe. When you guys subscribe, you get notifications every time a new episode comes out. Also, when you guys do subscribe and write a review and give me a rating, this assists it in getting out to more people. So please go on over to Apple Podcasts and do that. And I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I hope you guys have an amazing week.